Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL TGIF. I'm Tim Lance. Starting the news this hour today, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler signed an emergency ordinance closing homeless camps located along roadways where there are a lot of accidents. Wheeler was responding to a report that noted 70% of pedestrian deaths in 2021 involved homeless people. Critics say it's inhumane to sweep the camps. I don't believe there's anything humane about leaving people in high crash corridors where with this report that we just received this week, it's been made very clear people are dying. And Wheeler added the city has vacant beds in its shelters and is working to reserve more for those who are in camps that are going to be cleared from the high-risk areas. Also, the city of Portland and the union representing police officers appear to have reached a deal on their collective bargaining agreement. Willamette Week reports the two sides reached the agreement after more than six months of closed-door mediation. In a joint statement, the two sides say the agreement is an investment in accountable and forward-thinking policing. The parties have not yet released a copy of that new union contract. Some of the issues, though, included officer discipline, body-worn cameras, and Portland street response. Meanwhile, in Seattle, with violent crime rates the highest they've been in 24 years, Mayor Bruce Harrell today says he has a plan to fix the problem. I've directed Chief Diaz to focus his efforts on those places in our city where crime is concentrated first, disrupting the lives of the people who live and work there. I've also directed Chief Diaz to focus on the relatively few individuals causing the most harm at these places with a special focus on those using guns. And he says he plans to rebuild the depleted police department and will release plans later this month on how to bring the homeless in off of the streets. It is 4.05 now on FM News 101 KXL. And the latest COVID-19 forecasting in Oregon shows the latest surge isn't as bad as it was expected to be. KXL's Grant MacHill has more. OHSU's Dr. Peter Graven says he expects virus-related hospitalizations to begin rapidly decreasing in most of the state this weekend and that we will see pre-Omicron levels of hospitalization by the end of March. He also says thanks to Oregonians being vigilant about the virus, the state's hospitalization peak was about a third lower than the rest of the U.S. and about 400 fewer hospitalizations than recently forecasted. While Oregonians' behavior actions were actually taken early and strongly, and they've been sustained a little bit longer than we would have expected. Grant MacHill, FM News 101. The Oregon Senate is considering a bill that gives school superintendents protections from no-cause dismissals. Senate Bill 1521 would require school boards to provide 12 months of notice before the termination of a superintendent with no cause. They could still fire superintendents with cause, too. The bill comes after three high-profile superintendent firings in Oregon last year. People in cars and those walking by stopped to snap photos of the Vancouver police cruiser covered with flowers, balloons, and notes. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds was there. It was really chilly this morning, but passers-by, like this man, couldn't help but take a minute to remember Officer Donald Sahota killed this past weekend on his own property. Well, it's a, it's a nice tribute. Very sad. My brother's a law enforcement and so it touches my heart. The world is becoming a cruel, cruel place, is it not? Vancouver Police Headquarters on Evergreen Boulevard is accepting cards and notes until Monday. It will give them to Officer Sahota's family on Tuesday, 
the day of his memorial. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. And I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News. Quick note for you, too. The Trailblazers have made a trade. ESPN reporting the team has sent Norman Powell and Robert Covington to the Los Angeles Clippers. Oregonians may see a sales tax added to certain retail items by next year. KXL's Jim Ferretti explains. House Bill 4079 has a public hearing scheduled for next Tuesday. The bill would add a 3% sales tax to what it calls luxury items. Items. The money would be used to give $750 monthly debit cards to people living under the poverty level. While the bill still has some details to be worked out, Jason Williams, the founder of the Taxpayer Association of Oregon, tells the Lars Larson Show what luxury means according to the bill. Handbags, clothing, electronics, firearms, recreational vehicles, boats, planes. Yes, boats and planes, but you also heard him say clothing and handbags. Representative Brad Witt of Klatskanai is the sponsor of the bill. We've reached out to him for comment, but our call has not been returned. Jim Ferretti, FM News 101. And again, I'm Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News with you 410 on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 416, we know the Olympics just got started, but we're going to be doing some counting of medals anyway. A lot of medals. And then it's the five things you need to know today coming up at 419. Want to get away? Well, you better check with your airline soon because a lot of flights are being canceled. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up on Portland's Afternoon News, we're going to do a little bit of Olympic history, get into that, medal counts specifically. If you combine all the winter games, which country do you think leads in the Olympic medal counts? Zach is out in the newsroom. We've been talking about how we've got this stuck in our head now. And we will for the next two weeks. Yeah, more than likely. All right, so your best guess, who leads in all time now? We're talking about all the Olympics put together. I mean, usually the U.S. dominates, but it is weird. You will see those random Scandinavia countries like Latvia or Norway, (laughs) like, kind of go off. So. I still got to stick by the U.S. Okay, you got it right. U.S. is way ahead of every other country. Even Russia. Yeah, I mean, the U.S. has won close to 3,000 medals over the years. Uh, Like 1,100, almost 1,200 gold medals. Uh, nearly a thousand silver, about uh, eight hundred and thirty some odd bronze, I believe they said. Russia slash the Soviet Union <laughs> is second, but they are a distant second. Wow, yeah, that, that really puts it into perspective for me because you know I don't know. You see so many medals every year, and you're like, oh, we got all these athletes just me- medals, but that means there's only three thousand medalists ever, you know, yeah. living in this country. That's pretty impressive. That's a lot of them too. Who do you think came in third? If you had to guess, in the top three, you got. I'm, I'm going the- with Latvia. <laughs> Uh, well, you know what? You're close. You're you're in the neighborhood. Oh, it's actually Germany. Okay, yeah. you weren't that far yeah, away. Right. Yeah, they they had a, their total medal count is just uh, over twelve hundred. Time now for the five things you need to know today. Brought to you by Mayton Real Estate, luxury service with exceptional results. Mayton Real Estate. Number five. The company that owns Fox News says they got hacked in a cyber attack likely originating in China. The News Corp chief technology officer and the chief information security officer saying in an email to employees that they discovered the attack activity on January 20th and they notified the federal government about it. Number four. 
Michael Avenatti was convicted today of stealing almost $300,000 in book advance money from his former client, porn star Stormy Daniels. He now faces a maximum of 22 years in prison for his conviction on wire fraud and aggravated identity theft charges. Avenatti was convicted in 2024 trying to shake down Nike for $25 million. Number three. The Canadian government isn't giving in and neither are we. That's the message that trucker Matt McKenzie shared in the country's capital city of Ottawa today. Truckers and their supporters continue to block roads in some U.S. entry points over COVID requirements to quarantine for two weeks once they cross the border. Number two. America is back at work. That's what President Biden had to say following the January jobs report, which said the economy added 460,000 jobs last month. This comes after a recent revision of 6.6 million jobs in 2021's report, making it the highest in American history. And now, number one. Travel in some parts of the country is a nightmare right now, thanks to that winter storm that's caused the cancellation of well over 3,000 flights, according to Flight Aware. Miami International's Jack Varela says the same thing that we're hearing at a lot of airports today. What we are telling passengers is to check with their airline before they come to the airport and check with their destination in case there's any uh, delays or, or uh, anything going on uh, as to where they're going. Boston Logan International Airport has seen more than half of its originating flights canceled today already. And those are the five things that you need to know today.